Okay, so the reason that this podcast is titled what it's titled is because Josh Owens, my dear friend who I'm thrilled was able to be on the podcast, uh, ended up having to pay $500 to get his rental, rental car uh, back because it was towed from my apartment complex. Uh, poor guy, he was so patient and kind through the whole process, but I'm telling you, when we finish this episode of the podcast, we have plans to go to LA to do a comedy club. To We, we were excited about our day. And it was also his birthday. <laughs> and so on his birthday, he's at the tow yard dishing out all kinds of money to get a rental car back. And we didn't even get to go to the comedy club. But out of all this, we did get a great podcast uh, because myself and Josh are dear, dear friends. Um, we met at Howells Anderson College. And uh, we, our friendship blossomed from there. And we've been great friends ever since. And actually, he's one of those friends that, you know, when you get on a call with someone and you're like, this is going to take a while, but you're happy because you both have a lot to say and you want to bounce things off each other and uh, your kindred spirits, that's what Josh is to me. So I'm super grateful that he was able to come on the podcast. I'm sorry, Josh, this is for me to you, that uh, your birthday went so poorly that day. That, that one's on me. But uh, I'm very grateful that he came on the podcast. And he's a good friend of the podcast, as he mentions on his own podcast, Good Humans. Josh uh, has plugged our podcast often. He's done a lot of things to make my podcast become a reality. His was started before mine, and so I've gone to him many times for advice, and he's been a huge help. Uh, but So to get to the meat of the podcast, what we talk about, we've got a fun Dan Cook story that you, you might not believe because uh, it's a little bit, little bit out there. Uh, we also talk about, of course, tour. We both went on tour and sang for Howells Anderson College. And then um, towards the end of the podcast, we got into uh, just kind of – how we're transitioning as adults now who weren't raised to understand how real life works, how the real world works. We taught, we get into, if, if you come from our background in the independent fundamental Baptist uh, movement, if you grew up in any, in any sort of a cult or just maybe you grew up as a Christian with very, very strict rules around you and now you're kind of exploring and figuring out what life has to offer and where do you fit in and how can you be happy, please listen to the last 20 minutes of this podcast. It will be a huge help. We just kind of delve into what worked for us individually and kind of our observations as we go through because, man, this is a process. And I know it's cliche, the journey is the destination and all that, but really that's the truth. And we talk about how to be happy on your journey, how to be fulfilled, and I think it will be a big help to each and every one of you. So thank you so much for sticking around for another long intro, and please enjoy this $500 episode of the Not Your Mother's Podcast with my dear friend, Josh Owen. My name's Stuart, this is my good friend Josh Owens, and this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers, Cheers. my friend. Oh. I should have put, I usually put the alcohol up here, I should have put that up here. It's good. So, this episode has been two years in the making, something like that. Sure. Yeah. It's been a while. So, Josh has his own podcast, and was definitely a big part of inspiring me to start a podcast and a big help in in just figuring out the logistics of it, how it's all going to work, um, what to look for, what to avoid. You've been a huge help, and a, and as you say on your podcast, a great friend of the podcast. So I want to say thank you for that. Well, thank uh, you. I can't thank you enough for everything you've done. Just for me as a friend, there's a lot of things that I want to I'll touch on today, but uh, for the podcast especially, viewers, listeners. If you enjoy Not Your Mother's podcast, you've got to check out the Good Humans podcast. A lot of great content. That's Josh's podcast. A lot of terrific content over there, but also a, a person who's really helped support 
Not Your Mother's Podcast. So thank you so much. Um, uh, we don't have sponsors here, but if we did, he would be one. This, this, uh, I'll, I will say that I sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Josh Owens. There he goes. Josh Owens has sent us in, uh, this, uh, Smallville. Um, this would be a Clark, right? Mm -hmm. We would call that. And yep. then he sent us this awesome Bob Ross art of chill game. Uh, so you guys have got to, you've got to understand that Josh is a big, big supporter. Uh, I, I'll go, let's say this. This is, you are our first official sponsor of not your mother's perfect i love josh it. owens i love, I love it i feel honored <laughs> good well, i should i like i mean i've told you before like and i've said it on my podcast um i think what you're doing with this is important so thank you i mean a, a lot. lot thank you dude Keep i appreciate it, it we will we intend to um so we're gonna go over a few things today me and josh actually as with most of my guests we actually attended the same bible college uh mm -hmm. i call it fake jesus college i've got a friend mm -hmm. that calls it fjc for short which i think mm -hmm. is great um, so we're going to talk about college a little bit. We're going to talk about um, uh, a, a fun incident that got me in what I thought was life. It was it was life altering to be sure for me as well. Yeah, for you. Yes. <laughs> so the little teaser there, which I don't usually mess around with that, but I, I mean it. Stick around to hear about uh, the the role that the fuck word played in our lives. It's great. <laughs> so uh, and then we're going to talk about our transition out of um, the independent fundamental Baptist movement. Um, say what you will, and Josh will, may disagree with me on this, but I feel like he's one of the most well-adjusted people I've ever met for the kind of past, the kind of past that you that you've had, Thank that you. we grew up in, and where we. I mean it though. I'm not even drunk yet. So where we come from, like all of that, finding your way uh, um, through the ether that is real life. Yeah. <laughs> but you've done a lot of research. You're reading books. You're figuring things out. You're talking it on your podcast. And uh, I'm going to keep pushing Good Humans Podcast on this episode. I've got to. Um, it's on my computer. It's right here. Did you see yeah, that? I yeah, saw. It's good. <laughs> you, you got your, you got your uh, yeah, we'll uh, Breaking Bad them. sticker yeah. and your Good Humans sticker. So on the, um, let me see. if I don't know if anyone's going to see this. I'm probably just listening. So the bitch sticker over here and then the Good human sticker over here. Because balance, yeah. right? So. Yeah, I like the juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. I do too. I have never been... Well, I haven't been in too many meetings, but there's been a couple where I was like, mm, just keep my left hand over on this side of my computer so no one sees Aaron If, they, Paul. if they're going to have a problem with that, they, then yeah. we're not going to get along probably. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to have to confirm with either my parents or yours, probably mine, um, but I think that we actually, yeah, <laughs> no offense to your parents, um, but we actually met, I think we met when we were children. Uh, when you guys were on the East Coast. And I could be wrong, like I said, I'll have to confirm with my parents. But And again, that's something that neither it's of us possible. have like a vivid memory of. Yeah. We're like, oh yes, I remember from, but I think we did. But the time that I really remember, because um, this is how I like to kind of intro the, the guests on the podcast, the time that I really remember meeting Josh was at Hiles Anderson College. And I honestly don't have, my first memory of you is not probably the first time that we met. But the first memory I have of you, I knew I knew of you. So I knew of you, uh, you're from HB, and so you have... I was one of those HB punks. <laughs> but I think there's a there's something to be said for that. There's kind of, I'm sure there's more than two, but as I remember, there's two kind of variances for HB. I remember you, your type, and I remember Chris Johnson, which I'm not going to talk a lot of shit on, but maybe oh, a little God. bit. <laughs> yeah. He was, in, he was in my class. Yeah, he yeah. was in my graduating See, class. See, but I, I was yeah. close. So you've got the hardcore people that believe the Bible and right down the middle and doing their thing, and then you've got someone like you who's... You know, I get away with a few things. I don't get in as much trouble I as other kids. I was mostly a good kid, but... <laughs> but not all the way. Yeah. 
So that's what I remember. But I remember um, uh, we were sitting. I'm trying to remember whose car we were sitting in. It might have been yours or it might have been. It wasn't Joey's because I've crammed in that Cougar before. Yeah, that's good. That's not a Cougar, not that kind of. The car. So. Um, yeah, we didn't get that crazy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. <laughs> More complications down the road. Yeah. But um, we were sitting in someone's car and I wish I could remember who, who it was. But we, we were either listening to or burning. No, we weren't burning. We were listening to Signature Sound. I remember that. And that's oh, my first memory of I think you. I remember this. I think it was my car. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your car red? Um, no. Oh, if it wasn't, if it was red, it wasn't my car. Okay, but I remember. I mean, again, I, I'm having trouble recalling. I had a, so, I had a gray Ford Escort for a long time. Maybe that's what it was. Todd, was it the same one? Todd had like a newer Ford Escort. Do you remember that one though? He had yeah, a white one. Was it like yeah. that or was it older? It was, it was an I old. Think it was older. Okay. Yeah. It was like the real boxy. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Sharp corners. Maybe that's what we were sitting in. I don't remember. Yeah. But that's my first memory of you. I, rem I do remember that. I so I was gonna say I'm yeah. like I'm terrible at this stuff. I'm terrible at like remembering the oh, first time I meet somebody. Okay. And like. You, like you talked with like people on the podcast mm -hmm. before about like college and different things, and like as you're talking about that stuff, I'm like, holy shit! Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I remember that now, but like I never would have remembered that just yes. on my own. Yes. So I'm really like, I don't know what it is about <laughs> my memory, but I, like I've just always been that way. Do you remember like those weird little things? Uh, yes. Yeah. So like I remember, I remember exactly where I was the day of the incident. Like I remember, I remember the name of the place. I remember like I do too. I remember everything that happened that day. But like we're gonna get to that. We're not there huh. yet. Um, yeah, but that's traumatic. That's tr that trauma yeah, is just it like burns. Yes, it. dude. Like it's but it's yeah, fucking I, stuck. I like there's like I feel like there's like whole years of my life. Oh, 100 percent. Points where I yes. just like 100 percent. 100 percent. The memory I have, uh, of course, it was us listening to the Southern Gospel. I think you know what's ironic is the guy that introduced me. So I had the very first Southern Gospel I ever heard was now I don't think the, I don't think it was signature sound. I think it was what came right before them and I'm trying to remember who that was because there well, was a group right Ernie so Ernie founded signature sound Ernie Hawks, right. and he came from the cathedrals. No, I'm not talking about that. that. So there's a group before um, them the guy that their lead had like oh um, Shane Dunlap. Was it? Uh Shane Dunlap had a group called their lead was because like, it was him and gary jones okay. and like a couple other guys um and i was a huge fan of their stuff i, I can't remember the name of their band right now sucks. listen to me saying i can't remember <laughs> shit and i'm like Ernie this Hoss, guy, this guy Cathedrals, um, yeah george john blah, blah, blah. But I, I think i know what you're talking about um, i'm trying to remember something yeah, i threw my phone over there something I voice or sound or something no let's look it up let's look it up uh i appreciate see. your podcast etiquette though by, by the way okay your phone um, let's uh, see. But, okay, what I was going to say is I, it was either Signature Sound or this group that we're trying to think of. Uh, vocal something? I don't know. Not Vocal Union. Um, Ooh, are you talking about In Harmony? Yes, In Harmony. That's what I'm thinking of. That, that was Gary Dude, Jones. so or, That was Gene Dunlap, for sure. So yeah. good. I yeah, loved yeah. them. And I don't think they're on Spotify or anything. They're but, nowhere now. Yeah, yeah, dude. They were. They had, I think, two two albums, but at least one. Yeah, they had. A, God, I think so, two for sure. So good. Yeah. So I think it was either that or Signature Sound, and and I don't know if you would know or guess or care, but like the person that introduced me to them was Chris V, of all people, who very really? much more like a, like a straight. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a straight lace, straight edge kind of guy. Interesting. I feel like he was a dorm soup at some point. And again, I don't have. I don't have good or necessarily bad memories of Chris. I don't have anything against him. Just like yeah, I didn't know him just super well. To him be the for him to be the person that introduced me to Southern Gospel music is kind of funny. Yeah, 
So although that's like on the tamer end, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is the tamer end of Sunday Gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I know I've talked about this before, but I don't know if you would have been in chapel or even in college. But I mean, I know you. I know you remember Bob Hooker. Um, <laughs> Bob Hooker told me one time, mm. right before I left school. I think I know what you're gonna um, say. We were. We, it was Christmas, Christmas lights, lights, dude. Yep. Our, two, our group was singing at Christmas lights. Bob Hooker, after we got done, pulled me aside. Wait, can I pause you for a minute? Absolutely. So if, and again, we can cut this out if you don't want it in here, but I don't think you'll do that to me. I feel like we. I know we've talked about this before, and I feel like when this happened, you were kind of having your top of the world moment. Things oh, yeah. were really going your way. Your life was good, ministry, like everything was just like, man, this is where I want to be. I'm doing what I want to do. I feel like I've found success. Yeah. And then Bob says. I was feeling good. <laughs> uh, so we, and Christmas lights is our big, like. That's a big event. Christmas activity. It's huge. For the college. Like it was, right. a, it was a dating activity. So like you would take a date and we would go and see like the romantic Christmas yeah. lights in downtown Chicago. Under like, chaperone. Always in the worst weather. Like it was always <laughs> so fucking cold. But it didn't took, matter. Do you, know, like, do you know who Mary Mary Pennington is? Oh yeah, I went to school with I went to school with all. Of them. I took Mary. Sam, yeah, thanks. Sam, too. Yeah, sister. yeah. I took Mary, who I don't have anything against her, but I, I don't know if every everything's connected in the brains. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. again, nothing against any Penningtons or Mary at all. But the card I got afterwards was written in crayon. I'll, I'll tell you that. Awesome, <laughs> creative choice. <laughs> and trust me, that was my freshman year, and all my roommates, Gavin. Todd, everyone was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Did you take a five-year-old? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what they said. It was, but it was freezing cold, and she was, like, like on her sleeve, like, the whole oh, time, no. which is gross. But, like, it was freezing cold. I remember that. It was always freezing. The f this is such a rabbit trail. But the first Christmas lights I ever went to was in high school, because our yeah. high school also did Christmas lights mm -hmm. at a different time. Mm -hmm. But um, the girl I took, I was, like, on top of the world, because the girl I took, we rode the Ferris wheel. Oh, and yeah. she was scared of heights. I don't know if she really was she, or not. She grabbed my arm. Oh and I was my like, god! You gotta understand. <laughs> That's a for big a Christian deal. school kid yes. to have his date grab his arm is like. You probably came a little. I probably <laughs> did. Yeah, I needed to change my pants. When I, got <laughs> I so I didn't have that experience, and I've talked about it on here before. I didn't have that experience until um, Harvest Festival. I didn't have that in college at all. Huh. But at Harvest Festival, I took Lauren Kilby. Oh, she was great. She's a super fun person, and she's a stunner. Mary, yeah, and, 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 and I'm happy for her, all that jazz. I but said was. She, <laughs> if you were really if cool, you're watching Lauren, you're probably still beautiful. I doubt she I is. Someone, this will get back to her through one channel or another. Yeah. But I remember I'm, she was about to fall off the damn hayride. Uh, she grabbed my arm, and I was like, <laughs> she was, was like one of those cool moment. girls too. Like yeah, she was like chill, very chill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very chill. Her and like Anna Ogle, and like yes, yes, very, I just very Anna. cool. Yeah, I talked to Anna a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we rabbit trail, oh, but whatever. So sorry. You're so, at Christmas lights. You're on top of the world. Yeah. So you're, like you're performed at Christmas lights, correct? Yeah. Our tour group, which you've talked about on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> we were if no anchor men, <laughs> but. <laughs> See, that's someone that listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, God. we had, like, we had Thank just Thank goodness done, you were no anchorman. Uh, it, you know what? That wasn't, that oh. CD is not as bad as, <laughs> there's a joke there, but that CD is yeah. not as bad as people say it is. <laughs> or you say it is. Yeah, it's um, rough. <laughs> but yeah, our tour group sang uh, at Christmas Lights. We did a whole, like, Christmas set. We were yeah. really proud of it. Christmas songs are not hard, or they're not easy to sing. It's like the national. It's like patriotic songs, right? Why do they do that? I don't know, but patriotic and Christmas songs are hard as yeah. fuck to sing. They're not easy, no. and so like we we like 
did like four part harmony arrangements for nice, all these songs. Nice. We sang like a set, and then we got done. And so, the date that I had lined up for this activity as mm -hmm. well told me at the activity, like when we all got there, right. she was actually going to be hanging out with a, a different guy. Oh shit! Like so, like I like had that this, going into sorry, the set. Sorry, I have to ask: Was this the first time you took her out, or no? This would have been the first. Okay. This would have been the first. It doesn't time, make it okay, but this would have been the first time I officially took her out, gotcha. like under the rules actual dating of shit. the good yeah. Miles Anderson All right. people. Um, but you've been seeing her before that, or you guys had had. I, I think we've gone out like once or twice. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So All right, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she told me that like we sang our set, and then Bob Hooker pulls me aside. Like we're like cleaning up and everything. Pulls me aside. Gets like right in my face. He's like this big, big dude. He's a big guy. Gets right in my face like he's trying to intimidate me. And he goes, Son, in five years, if you keep going the way you're going, I guarantee you're going to be an alcoholic or a drug addict or both. And walked away. And that was it. No, no like <laughs> greeting, no precursor, and nothing Just after. Just that. Just. Had to say that. Just raw, I'm and an then, asshole. Yeah, walked away. And Jesus I was like, Christ, dude. what? Oh, my God. And but he didn't know me. Like, no, he knows At all. I'm, like, I went to school with his daughters, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, like, we crossed paths a few times, but, like, sure. he didn't know me. But it wasn't, so, so this wasn't coming from a place of, like... And guess husband. what? It's, like, <laughs> a decade later-ish, yeah. and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. neither. Yeah. So as we drink our alcohol, I'm no. <laughs> you know what? Even if you became, I can. Let me just say this right now because I want to say this to that. Even if you became, and I don't mean in a way, the uh, the way that man would define an alcoholic is what we're drinking here. Yeah, it would be any any pretending. any any amount of alcohol, any amount of drugs. So drugs that are even legal, which I'm sure at okay, his age. Okay, so, so Bob is right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, at his age, he's probably on some. Drugs that would be illegal if he bought them on the street. So there's that. If he didn't have a doctor telling you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And any drugs that you or I have ingested would be legal drugs. Would be, and I'm not saying we have or haven't. I'm just saying like marijuana, shrooms, stuff like that. Like there's places where those are perfectly legal in the U.S. So like here. Yeah, yeah, like California. So the point that I want to get to is if you became an alcoholic by his definition, not a definition where you're being abusive or, or you know, you're in, you can't, you're you're broke because you're all you're spending all your money on alcohol. Yeah. Not that Bob Hooker's definition of a drug addict or an alcoholic. If you were either of those, you'd be much happier than Bob Hooker is, was, or ever plans to be. I think I'm just I, I think currently I'm happier. Yeah. than... <laughs> yeah, I've heard him speak recently, so. and you are. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers. So Bob. cheers, Bob. But I think oh, what I was talking about was. I don't know if you were in college or not, and I know I've talked about this before, but I just love this story. It's one of my favorite stories of Bob Hooker preaching. He's got a few because the guy was really quite a blowhard, which mm -hmm. they all were, but Bob was on another level. Yeah. Um, and he, I remember, he he just took shit too far. Like, preach against rock music and country music. Like, do it. Go for it. Like, sure. there's there's ammunition. There's, you know, you're, these kids are college age, and they're listening to songs about sex with country music, and... And 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 uh, you know, killing police and rap and like, there's subjects that you can you can harp on and be pretty legitimately upset about and get after. I get it. 
But don't go to Southern Gospel. That's a fucking stupid idea. Oh, I've, one, I've heard him preach against Southern Gospel. Number one, because, the not the majority, but there are people on staff with you that go and listen to Southern Gospel music. I, I might venture to say the majority. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all. So, but I remember he was preaching, so his thing was, it always goes back to, uh, they love to demonize things. And they actually say that, demonic influence and the yep. devil and Satan. So he went as far as to say that on some country music labels, there is a goat symbol that is a demonic symbol. Do you remember I that? I do remember this. Then he went on to say, on, on I don't know if it was the Gaither label or some other label, he's saying yeah. there were Southern Gospel labels that had, and I mean on your old school CD, had a picture of a goat because... Southern go that makes Southern go gospel music demonic. By the way, Bob Hooker was a huge fan of backmasking songs, mm -hmm. which is the funniest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Why are you playing it backwards? Who's listening to which, it backwards? Yeah, like <laughs> if that's the stupidest shit in the world. If 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 rock music is Satan's tool to influence the world, and the way this is going to happen is the messages play their records that you backwards hear by hearing it backwards, <laughs> Satan's a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Because it's never going to, who's ever, no except one. for the people that are, like, breeding conspiracy theories right, about rock right, music, right. who's listening to that stuff back? It's impossible to do, <laughs> yes, first of all, yes. unless you have, like, specific equipment. Exactly, yeah. Not, not your average user is not like, oh, let me listen to this backwards and see what the fuck's going now, on. Now, all that to say, there were a few bands that did that, just, like, yeah, yeah. as a joke. They had fun with it, but, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate. It was just always really funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Even back then, I was like, who... <laughs> I'm like looking down the road. I'm like, who's listening? Do you listen like, to it backwards? Yeah, I don't that's, that's to it me. Backwards. Yeah, but I remember him preaching, and he put. Uh, I don't remember. I've got. I've got the DVD. I've got all Ernie Haas' signature sounds original DVDs. Once, once we got rid of. Uh, who did we get rid of first? I think it was Roy. Roy. Oh yeah, Roy. Yeah, Roy went first. first, and then um, Ryan, and then Ryan. Yeah. Uh, once that started happening, I was like, and I don't have anything against Ernie or the group, and it wouldn't matter if I did. He's never going to see this shit. But like. Once those guys were gone, I was like, ah, I just, the mystique isn't there. Because I got to go see everyone but Roy at, um, Richie Lopez was there, Manny Robles was there, at, uh, fucking, um, Navy Pier. It was awesome in the ballroom. Oh, that's awesome. They did a great job. I had tickets to go see them once, and something happened, I didn't get to go. Damn. But, yeah. yeah, I had to sneak out of, like, that was a, I didn't even tell, I was, uh, dating at the time, uh, pretty seriously. I didn't even tell her, like, I told no one. Well, I told Bobby Perry, but that's, <laughs> see that like that's a, that's so crazy. that's so stupid though. Right? I had tickets to go see Wicked once, and my mom said she was going to turn me into the college. Mm. So I didn't go. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Bob's preaching, and he's preaching against country music and, and 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 rock music, and then he starts on Southern Gospel, and it starts getting quiet, and or, or Jordan Comstock would speak up in the back, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then he pulls out the big screen, and he puts one of Ernie Haas's signature sounds. Videos from one of their music videos. Uh, were you there? Do you remember oh, yeah. this at all? I do remember this, dude. I loved that moment mm -hmm. because he played. Um, I think it was a cathedral song because Ernie does that on every album. Yeah. Um, I I I think it was trying to get a glimpse. If that's the title. Oh yes, I think yes, that's yes, what yes, it was. Yes. So he plays Is this that. One of their jazzier. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. and they did. And and what I liked about Ernie, which I don't think any group has really incorporated before, probably since. But they put a little dance rhythm in, yeah. and a little dance in every, not every song, but a few songs. They would like choreograph some stuff. Yeah, which is smart. Because it's all old people they're singing to, so let's yep. get some of the younger ones. So he I put mean, that on for like, yes, I, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not younger now. But he, he played that for like 30 seconds. And then he stopped and he legit, if this was a any kind of a performance or a sports thing, he would have had to leave with the amount of booze that came in. 
because everyone was like, boo, because <laughs> he stopped playing the song. We all liked it. We were all singing along. I remember that. We were all singing remember, along. Yeah, I remember like booing when he stopped it yeah. and like, standing up. Like a bunch of us were, like stood up and we were like, start it back. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's we need more examples. We were entertained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, all that to say, Bob Hooker is a fucking asshole. Dude, Scott did but, that in his like. Did he? Yeah, uh, not like with Southern Gospel, with like. Okay. With like harder rock, like well, and I think he did it with CCM groups too. Or oh yeah, Christian contemporary music, I should say. Yeah, but like, means. it always like it always weirded me out too when when people when preachers would do that. Like they would they would they would preach against this music and then they would play, yeah, that music yeah. during their sermon to like make their point or whatever. And I was like, hey, sorry, hold hang on. on, let's move, <laughs> let's go back again. Like if hearing this music is inviting like demons into my soul, yes, yes, yes. essentially, like you. Then if I get possessed right now, it's that's you, on it's, you, bro. Yeah, you did that. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, crazy talk. Well, we um, so we'll talk about. I think we well, we'll talk about college a little bit more here. Um, but I do want to one thing on that, like the demonic possession. That, that's those are one of my that's my favorite one. Yeah. It's like this music is possessing me. Like no, I just want to mm -hmm. dance or I just want to whatever. Like I remember, I don't think I think it was on tour, but Nick Coates was our bass. Mm -hmm. Nick's Nick's phenomenal. I asked him the other day, like, dude. You need to get back into Southern Gospel. Like you really have. Like he's got a, he's got a low register. Yeah. Not just in the morning, and he. I remember he would say stuff like I don't know if it was on tour or before or whatever, but I remember him saying like, like, and he would talk about it as if he was talking to Bob Hooker and be like, oh, this music just taking control of my body. Like while we're listening to Gaither Vocal Band, while we're listening to like low key piano shit yeah. from Bill Gaither, Nick would just start flailing about yeah. and say, I can see him doing that. It was so hilarious. But I, I do remember that vividly. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of memories from college. I'm sure. I think I think I remember most. I remember you and and Joey being the. This is gonna sound funny, but it's the truth. The bad influence that I needed, and bad is in air oh, quotes. Yeah. Because you guys you guys introduced me to, and people are gonna hate on me for this, and I really don't give a fuck. And I haven't listened to all their new album yet, so it may be shit. I don't know. Rascal Flats. Um, yeah. A lot of good Christian contemporary music, yep. Southern gospel music, and whether you were. And they got to a point with Joey where even he wasn't even introducing me to stuff. I would just give him requests. Like, yeah. I need this album and this album. Yeah, and Joey like, was like your music dealer. Yes, dude. Yeah. He was awesome. I, I loved it. And I remember I met up, me and him and Gavin met up at a, there's a Starbucks um, across from the mall. Or was yeah. it Starbucks? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a Starbucks. Yeah. So the first place I had a green tea frappuccino. That was the good one. I told, I stole Todd's free, green free. Wow, that's is that doing that to Are me? Are you trying to say free green tea? <laughs> green tea frappuccino. Okay. Like, Todd's green tea frappuccino is very hard to say right now. So I remember stealing his frappuccino, but that's um, that's that's my biggest memory from that Starbucks. Aside from meeting Joey, me and Gavin. Todd had it coming because he stole Todd's from me. So. <laughs> Todd stole. I love Todd. All right, I don't know if I've admitted this on the podcast before, and I will tell everyone right now. Excuse me, Todd Baverzander is a very dear friend of mine. I just went to see him over Thanksgiving this last year, and I have instructed him not to watch this podcast. Because I don't uh, think it's going to be beneficial for our friendship. That's, that's rate, probably true. Yeah, at any rate. And but that's, if you do, I love you. That's not a dig at Todd. I love Todd. Todd loves me. Mm -hmm. And um, there's that. I don't know if I'll edit that out, but I might. At any rate, <laughs> Todd stole a lot of things. And I was with him when he stole many of those things. <laughs> also, I stole things from Todd. I only stole one type of thing. Because I, I won't say Todd was rich, but I was more broke than Todd was in college. Fair enough. To the point that he had a drawer where he would keep all his quarters. Oh, yeah. And I needed quarters. Laundry. And so I took quarters for laundry yeah. <laughs> out of Todd's drawer. I'll never forget that. At any rate, 
me, Gavin, and Joey, Gavin Corwin and Joey Gotti met up at that Starbucks, and we we were doing the music the music drug deal, <clears throat> and um, I don't remember what it was, but it was just funny because Gavin was a dorm suit, and Gavin thought Joey <laughs> Gavin thought Joey was nervous, and I was like, Joey's not nervous at all. He doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just he's asking me what music I yeah. want and giving it to me, and that was yeah. it. He's just. Yeah, it was it was good, but you got, you guys were a great influence on me. Cool. We were the off campus. Yes, off campus students. Yeah, so, you get away with shit. Yeah. I couldn't. You were off campus and you were HB. Yeah, so that's you kind of had double uh, double blessing, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, so the lucky ones. Mm, so <clears throat> you went on tour for Howard Anderson College. Also, I did. shouldn't say also. Two or three years? Two years. Uh, like like. Essentially, two-ish two. years. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> and you have a fucking album. Yeah, we made an album. <laughs> so every year, the tour groups all had one album, and we all had two or three, yeah. or three of the most songs on the album. But these motherfuckers, the Highlander Singing Men, which all the, not all the, but the other two men's groups, we love to hate you guys, because... Every, it, everybody. Because <laughs> Anthony Collins, who ran the whole shebang, yeah. was your, your tour pastor, yeah. your guy. And so you kind of got... The extra cool shit, and we didn't get it. Yeah, you got to go to Gaither Studios and record. Yeah, you got your own full album, not just a couple tracks yeah. on a CD. I think ten, ten or twelve songs. Like it was a full. Just album. rub it in, you know. You know, <laughs> I would like to say that it didn't go to my head. In it should have though. It a hundred percent went to my head in college. Shout out to Steve Shrine. I wonder if it went to his head. Just kidding. I know it did. It, no offense. It Steve. did. And Steve would Steve would tell he you would that tell, now. Yeah, yeah, I bet he would. Yeah. Love Steve. He's. I think he's supposed to be like. Coming through my area before long. Oh man, good. I hope I get to meet up. With yeah, him. I hope you do. Yeah, the Golden Voice. Yeah, um, <clears throat> which he was called. He many times. <laughs> He's talented. Uh, but yeah, tour was interesting. Tour was fun. And I know I've talked about it a lot before. Probably over talked. It. You know what we should have probably done was pulled out that I have my tour um, handbook. Oh, do you really? Yeah, we probably should have pulled oh, that out. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if I could find it. Dude, that thing was crazy. Um, <laughs> Some of this stuff, dude. That thing was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering <laughs> stuff that was in there now, like, like, were like phrases you could use. Like, there well, were certain phrases you weren't allowed to use. Oh, I believe like, it. Like, not just like bad words, but like, you like. <laughs> Let's do this. We're gonna pause. That gonna pause was crazy. <laughs> we're gonna pause for just a minute. We'll come back. I'm gonna dig around really quick. We don't have a ton of time today. And Josh was super gracious to drive. He didn't drive from Indiana or Illinois, but he drove a fur piece to be here so thank you oh, i don't want to yeah. waste your time it's good but let's thank you let's pause for a minute and then we'll come back i want to see if we can find okay I'm excited. <laughs> if we can we're going to go over that with you i did go over it with uh mary sloss for a little bit uh, yeah, but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna have you flip through it and see what you see okay so we will be back and we're back so i went digging through my closet and i came up with ding 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 ding, ding, ding. not just a picture of ray young and win 11s but the tour handbook so I, I always liked, not like to, but I always tend to assume that there's going to be someone watching this that's like, the fuck is tour? What are you talking about? So just briefly, <laughs> not that everyone should or shouldn't know what tour is, but some people won't. So tour is, we went to a uh, unaccredited, independent, fundamental Baptist Bible college, and every summer this college would send out, um, man, as my receding hairline gets worse, this shine is just going to get even more uh, just fabulous. So... Every every summer, every summer, they would send out groups of uh, singing groups of men and women singing, not mixed, uh, uh, separate from men and women. That way, although at one point they did a mixed group. 
Not when after. we were around? No, after us. Oh, after? Yeah. The ensemble? Like the big ass? Yeah. Huh. Because they couldn't get enough kids to sing <clears throat> the tour. Sounds right. So. <laughs> so, at any rate, we would go out every summer and we would visit churches. And basically, just it was just a sign-up kids for college. But it was the, the, the food was all on the college's card. We all had super annoying matching outfits that we had to wear. Oh, my God. Even, even on wear, off days. Yeah. Now, that was what was cool about Scott Gray. On off days, we wore jeans and T-shirts. He was like, that's fucking stupid. I'm not having you guys match. Good. We didn't say fucking, but that's stupid. I'm not having you guys match. But Anthony sure was hardcore. Having... Yeah, I'm sure Polos. <laughs> like, the most dressed down we got most days was polos and khakis. Khakis? Or was it pleated? Like well, it was still pleated. Sorry, it was yeah, tan pants. Exactly. But, like dress pants. <laughs> Polos and dress pants. Yeah. So And dress shoes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, there was no, again, no dressing down. And But anyways, we were there to, it was, it, I honestly, to be honest, I honestly, to be honest, it was one of the best summers of my life. Like absolutely. I had a great time. I had time. a fucking amazing time. I had yeah. so much fun. I love to sing. Um, I, I, I like the sound of my own voice. Let's be real. I like... I enjoy being in front of people. <laughs> you, your podcast is longer than mine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not longer as an episode wise. Longer as in, yeah, it's been around longer. But, um, but at any rate, that, that's what tour is. We'd go from church to church, uh, four, five nights a week. At least, we'd be, yeah. yeah, we'd be in a different church and promoting the college, getting kids to sign up, and it was fun. It really was fun. You ran into all kinds of like. All the weird church people always came out, yep. especially because if you came on like an off night, like a, well, some churches have church on Thursday, but like Thursday, Tuesday, Saturday night, you get those yeah. super weird church people. Yeah. It was fun. I had a blast. It was great. And it was like, I mean, you're like, you're <laughs> traveling for free, yeah. seeing, you know, places standing in the country in, that you And you're standing up never... in front of people every night. Yeah. you're And you're like seeing if it's something you love to do, then it's like, mm -hmm. it really is a great... It's, it's a good experience. It's, it's your, like, actions are pretty restricted, as we will see. <laughs> but um, it was, I, I had a great time. I did, too. And, and to be fair, it was always rougher for the girls' tour groups, especially yes. if you had uh, Pedo Pete. Um, yeah. And then uh, you also had, like, some some people were more strict than others as far as your tour pastor. There are a lot of people that will tell you, I went on tour and it was the worst summer of my life. And they're right. So we're not trying to say, like, My, my oh, sisters would probably say Yeah, that. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I met your sister on tour. She came to my church. Oh, really? Uh, Carrie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely remember your sister. Carrie, Carrie and Becky both. Kim might have, too. Maybe. I remember Carrie. Carrie's, I'm trying to remember who else she traveled with. Did she travel with Charity, or am I going too far back? I think I went too she, far back. No, it might. she might yeah. have traveled with Charity. Yeah, Michelle. Um, man, some of those names are. I mean, like <laughs> Jenny Nesbitt was one of them, and like uh, a few others. Nesbitt? Yeah. So there were, no, I'm thinking of a different Nesbitt, because there was a Nesbitt that actually came and took over my dad's church, I remember that. It could be. It lasted be. a year. Rob? I don't remember oh, that. Okay, right, like, yeah. It could be. Well, no, no, no it wouldn't be, because she wouldn't have been married. Different Nesbitt, for sure. Oh, Because okay. married, was, it was his, it was his yeah. name that she took. Um, anyway, so that was tour, that was a little sidetrack there, but <laughs> that, that was tour, and every year at the beginning of tour, I only went once, Josh went a couple times, right? Um, yeah, so like, I, essentially two, two years, right? I didn't... Okay. I didn't travel two summers, mm. but like you would do a spring tour, fall tour, and summer tour. Yes, uh -huh. uh, and I did two spring, two fall, and one summer. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, and summer tour was two months. It was almost all your summer. Nine weeks. And then you had, yeah. Yeah. And then you had about a month or so before school started up, and then fall was a week, and spring was a week, I yeah. think. I remember when we came back. 
So, but you get your um, tuition paid for yeah, for the next year. Totally paid for for the following year. And so I remember we came back, and Ray Young was super pissed at us because we came back and didn't give a fuck. Like our hair was a mess. We were sing we were singing some Gaither song, which was in the hymnal, by the way. And he came through and heard us practicing. And got super pissed and like pulled us out with like yelling at us and saying, "I'm not gonna send you on fall tour." And we're like, "Our tuition's paid for." Like, cool, okay. bro. <laughs> oh, so I have to do less work and get paid the same. Yeah. I I'm down, Ray. Cool. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I sign? But anyways, um. Tour was, but at the beginning of tour, they would send us all to every tour group member. And, and, and on the good years, which they don't have anymore, we had, because me and Josh aren't there, <laughs> clearly. <Obviously. So laughs> but we would have, I don't know, uh, fucking 30, 40, you know, or maybe more uh, people wow. in that room, in that meeting, this meeting with oh. kind of tour orientation. Yeah. A couple days before yeah. we went. It was right before graduation. So it was like three, at least three guys' groups, usually three girls' groups. Mm -hmm. The girls usually had more larger girls groups. in their groups yeah. than us. So, you yeah. said that better. I said larger groups. I didn't mean it to be demeaning towards women. You just said more people. I said larger. That's I mean, we had, we had large guys, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Let's be Jake honest. Pitts went on tour. So, yeah. um, anyways, they would sit us down and they would go over all these rules for tour, which luckily for me, Scott Gray didn't follow any of them. But, yeah, they go over all these rules and we would uh, fucking... It's fucking. <laughs> Did, if you come across any gyms that you want to talk about, a few. All right, lay okay, it on. So, me. <laughs> mm. so real quick, I've done this before. So if this is something you've already, if you're like, oh, he already pulled this out and did this. Yes, I did with Mary Schloss, who was a an incredible and was a great friend, and, and was an incredible tour member. But she has a little bit different perspective than Josh is going to have. So I, I, that's why I did this. I wanted to have Josh on. I wanted to talk about this. I'm also probably not as entertaining as Mary. <laughs> I don't so. know about that. Well, you're you're less drunk than she, not less drunk, but you've um, drunk less alcohol than she did. So Fair. that probably plays Fair. into it if that's if that's a thing at all. Uh, Read them off. So the, like they they take this very seriously. So these are tips and pointers from Doctor Doctor Scott. Now um, incarcerated in Kentucky Federal Penitentiary. Yes. Correct. I, yeah, I can't remember where he was. Kentucky. I was just talking about him with Andy. Um, Alright, so like these are like his tips and tricks. Could Andy not remember either? Because that's a problem. Um, he needs to know these things. I don't think I asked him. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, these are these are Scop's tips and tricks for like how to be a successful <laughs> to remember. Are you on the aggressive ones? So there's 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 <laughs> one here. I know I know she mentioned it that says be an aggressive listener. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for both parties. Also how? Be aggressively friendly, be a be an aggressive servant. Um you know what this sounds like with those reading them back now, and it's been probably a year since I've read over this. But like, when I when you read that back, what I hear, what I see in my mind's eye are those like intense Bible thumping kids. Yeah, that's who I see. Yeah. And we had a few with of them like, on tour. with like the intense scary eyes. Yes, yes dude, Brandon Bowser. That's yeah. who oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll talk shit on him because I'm blocked on Facebook. He's not going to see this. Other thing. <laughs> so, the, like the first one that got me reading through this list is uh, dude. So there's like sixty something of these. <laughs> first of all. And that's not even the whole thing. Uh, number 25, your character got you here today. Your character will take you from this day forward for nine weeks. Wrong on both counts, I'll just say. Oh, yeah, no. My character absolutely did not. Robert Lopez got me there. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's no way I went on to, like, by the time, so I was my, your sophomore year, in my, my recollection for me was, sophomore year was like the shit year. Like, you're yeah. not close enough to be in a senior and you just finished the shittiest year of being a freshman. Well, you're, and and no you're also just realized, like, the freshman year is like, everything's kind of new. So Rod, it's, Rod, like, it's still youth yeah. conference. Sophomore year, you're like, oh, oh, sh oh, oh this shit, is I'm terrible. Fucked. Yeah. And I still have three more years. Yes, yeah. yes. 
So, uh, this is one was I trying to say. So this was my junior year. So I was already a bad kid. There's no way I would have got on. Like, there's just no like. There's just no way that I go on tour with my rap sheet that I had. I had already had my. I think I'd already had my DC meeting. Oh. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's no way I go on tour. Robert Lopez, bless his heart, because again, best summer of my life on many counts. Not every count, but many of them. Like, I don't go on tour without Robert Lopez. Like, when they had, because for my, for the, the further down you got in the tryouts, you ended up up in the activities room, mm -hmm. right? And I remember they had Manny or they had, whoever's playing the piano was someone that was also trying to get on tour. Right. But Robert, like, legit scooted that kid out of the way and was like, I'm going to play for Stuart. And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, I'm coming Robert's a sweetheart. Kid. I love Robert. Yeah. Love to this day. But anyway, the cutest kids, too. Absolutely. Um, yes, adorable. But oh, yeah, your character. character did not get you there. Not Maybe there's a few people, right? There no. Might be, no. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe in the your, early days. Your standing got you there. Your popularity got your you town. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's if you knew somebody. character, yeah. That's the only way I got there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that made me laugh. Uh, wait, there was another one that said something about... So, like, there's, a highlighter. There's a bunch of things in here that, like, what I was talking about, like, you, you're not allowed to have inside jokes. You have to, like, be careful about, like... You'll be part of one Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday. Uh, you're not allowed to, like, smirk and, like, roll your eyes and stuff like that. Um, there's literally one so in... Much. Like, you can smile, but don't smirk. Right. And... Because who's going to distinguish that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's literally one in here that just, it's two words. It just says, or three words. It just says, don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the mantra. Hiles Anderson College, the place to be also don't ask questions. Mm. <laughs> literally, don't ask questions. Um, it says, let's see. Uh, Sounds like something a pedophile would say. Um, it, like, it like hits on this thing of private jokes a few times, but this one says, watch your humor, no bathroom or sexy jokes. No private jokes in public. Um, now, private jokes in public are about your private parts or private jokes like inside jokes? I think the private jokes private are jokes, about the jokes would be like sexy jokes. Gotcha. This is private jokes in public. It says no sexy jokes. No bathroom or sexy jokes. That's the wrong phrasing, um, though. That's terrible phrasing. Like, like sex jokes, I understand. Yeah. But sex, oh, that was a sexy joke. Yeah. That's very broad. Yeah. That's not... No. So, like, your jokes couldn't be too good, either. Yeah, exactly, exactly, because yeah. sexy is good. Yeah. Good is sexy. Uh, let's see. Cater to the older people. Um, <laughs> treat, treat praise and criticism the same way. Forget it. What a dick. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, oh, this one creeped me out. This, and I remember reading it, and it kind of creeped me out at the time. Be sure to go out of your way to make the preacher's wives feel special. Awkward. <laughs> Also, that speaks to what they're going through. Yeah. They yeah. don't feel special. Yeah. That's I, fucking bullshit. Coming from two pastors' kids. Pastors' kids, kids. yeah. We fucking know. Um, look for someone to adopt at every church. Oh, there's one that says keep candy in your pockets for children. <laughs> keep keep white panel vans also. <laughs> we have one. We were in one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hang on real quick. So we drove around all summer. We were adults in a white panel van. And we made sure to have candy in our pockets for children. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> it's and, not a good look, Kyle And that's why the founder of the, or the chancellor of the college is in jail right now. 
there's the founder would be if we ever could have yeah. got enough shit on him. There's and that's just like the tips oh, and tricks. Oh and there's my like God. There's all these. Oh yeah, that's like, just a, a smidgen of it. Crazy rules about like. Um, oh, the women's dress code rules were. Yeah, nuts. like those were like bonkers. how they had to like put things away and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, matching jewelry. Controversy. And... Do not be shocked. You do not have to know it all. Do not argue. Overcome evil with good. They expected us to write. Remember, they expected us to write staff members every week. I didn't. <laughs> I, we didn't either, but they expected That's us to. That's bullshit, dude. But yeah, there was like, there. It, there's just a lot of craziness in here. I'm so Jesus. happy you found this. This is. <laughs> well, hang on to it crazy. for this trip. Just okay. For right now. All right. Enjoy it. So I'm show this to my wife later. Yes, yeah. I can't wait. So tour was interesting, and again, I, I'm not gonna lie, I had a great time. But there was a lot of, as with everything else, we did a lot of indoctrination. Uh, tons of just just pure and absolute bullshit and um, let's be real like looking back we I don't think we want to take anything back because you can't and I, it's it's I think it's hurtful to yourself to dwell there you know I was just thinking about that yes today um, I think because like I, I think about that a lot like yeah. how would my life have been different if I wasn't raised oh, yeah. this way for like, sure where would I be because like I, th- I think we're doing okay, mm-hmm. you and I, and like a few, like a few of our friends yeah. also have yeah. like, that got out and like with no real education mm-hmm. um, and just kind of like bootstrapped and, and like figure it out, some stuff out. Uh, that's not like I'm not like breaking my arm to pat myself on the back. No, like, I understand where you're coming from. Um, and I've always thought like, what if? Because like my wife like went to like good college, has a good sure. job. Sure. Not that I don't have like an okay job, but like yeah. You know, uh, what if I'd been able to have a real career, right? Like a real education, or a real mm-hmm. career, and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what, though? Like, if I hadn't grown up that way, it's not ideal, and I don't, I don't wish it on anybody. No, I wish, I wish that it would go away, so nobody else would have to. But yes. if I didn't grow up that way, we're working on that. Um, we are. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have met Cecilia. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I wouldn't have met you probably. No, no, and, no, no. we like, would have crossed again. Yeah, and like so, like there's a lot of good in my life. Absolutely. You know, on the other side of it. Yeah. So I, I am, Is I, it? it's weird, it feels disgusting to, to say, say that I'm grateful for it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful for what I got out of it, I guess. I, I think what I, what I like that you said, and, and again, I'm going to kind of rephrase it here, but my perspective on that is I'm grateful for my life, how it turned out. And I want to pause just for a second to say I've got two sisters who grew up in this, and I, I will not speak for them, but I will say it's a lot it's so much tougher for the ladies and the yeah. fellas. So if you're a, I just want to air that. If you're a woman watching this right now and you're like, oh, they're fucking all about it. Number one, we're not all about it. We don't, don't, I don't mean to be defensive. By no, I hate that. it with a passion. We're not but... all about it. And also, we very much understand that for the ladies, it was a completely different ball game. Yeah. So if we're saying something like that and you're like, uh, yeah, but this was a fucking shit show for me. It was for us too, not on the level that you had to deal with. And we're not trying to say like, oh, well, you should be grateful. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to air that really quick. Yeah. Uh, not to rephrase what you're saying, because I agree with what you're saying. No, I what I like it. about, what I pull from what you're saying is, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that I want to trade it or that I fully regret it. I'm grateful for what's come of it, Yeah. but I don't want anyone else to have to go through it. Yeah. I, that That's my perspective on yeah. what you're saying, and I agree. I agree with that 100%. I yeah. couldn't agree with it more. Like, I kept, I kept saying about tour, like, I had a great fucking summer. Like, I had a, have a, have a, Wealth of friends, uh, to be to be completely transparent and honest, I have a child because of it. Like I have some great and amazing things because of it. And honestly, uh, I suffer with intensive social anxiety. But it, it going on tour, being a part of 
a bus route, street preaching, all that shit. I don't know if it's healthy, but it taught me to flip the switch mm -hmm. where I can just flip it on and I can be that butterfly and, and, and yeah. run around the room and be that person yeah. and I can flip it off. I, like, dude, that's it's crazy that you're saying that because like, I felt like I felt like that's how my personality works too. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, like if you listen to my podcast and like we're like yeah. having a good talk here. Hell like, yeah. If you know me personally, you may not think this of me, but I'm I am an introvert. I'm a wallflower. And so like but like I, I also don't like how those words get interchanged so much too. Because yeah. like they, they start to mean what they don't actually mean. But yeah. like just essentially all I mean is like I, I recharge by being alone. Like alone oh, time is when I'm like okay. I'm me I can be me, yeah. I don't have to put anything on. But I like being around people, it's just exhausting. I don't know if I like being around people. I can't. I don't know. So well, I, think I, do, I do like it. I don't really. I, if it's close friends, to an extent. If it's you, as it's my family, okay. But don't take me to a party. Don't take me to a bar. I don't. Oh, be there. I'm, yeah, I'm not really about that. Yeah, but okay, like so I do. I do like so. If it's yeah. people I know, yeah, I do like socializing. I like sure. people, and I like being around people, and even like meeting new people in certain circumstances. It's just yeah, really, really exhausting. You. Yeah, but I've I've always I never <laughs> thought of it that way until you just said it. But like I've been with like turn on a switch yep. where I can like go into a situation and be like okay time to be like social Josh right and then just do my 100%. thing 100% and then walk out and be like oh my god that was terrible like, yeah and then just like <laughs> bed just de-stress everything yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree 100% and again I'm not I do want to make the statement that I don't think that that's the only way to learn that skill because I do believe that's a skill, in my opinion. Oh, it's yeah, or it's maybe it's, it's definitely a, not the only way. Yeah, yeah, but I not mean, the best way. It's the way, yeah, no, for sure. But it's the way we did, and I'm grateful for that skill. Yeah. Um, so on tour, you were on tour. You must have been on tour. I'm trying to think what year this would have been. It 06. It would have been 06. Summer of 06 and 07. 06 and 07. All right. So you were on tour, mm -hmm. and myself, I'm just going to throw names out here because I don't think anyone would be offended by these. Um, uh, one of these people I don't have the relationship I wish I did have with them, but it is what it is, and you know who you are. So we went to, it was the same apartments I ended up in, Sherwood Lake Apartments. Mm -hmm. It was me and you. I don't think Joey was there. Maybe he was, and Cisco and Dan Peach. Yeah. And we went to Cisco's sister's house yep. apartment. That's where Cisco Cisco was living at the time. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we went there and we watched. I think it was it was Scary Movie Four. Yeah. But on our way there, and Cisco, <laughs> to his credit, Cisco always like I, apparently from what I understand, like you guys went anywhere to eat, whatever you did, like Cisco was always swiping the card, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So we went to Taco Bell and got a bunch of fucking mm -hmm. tacos. And on the way, we were listening to Brother Dane Cook. Mm. And uh, a Monica. hero of the faith, yes, of course. <laughs> and, um, you got to come back out to LA because you will get to see him live. I would love to see him live. You've got I don't to. care how much hate he gets from people. He, when I saw him, I so love the, that guy. Last time I saw him, he was one hundred percent on something. And even though, like, he had like at least three solid joke stories that never ended, he just went on to something else. Still funny as fuck. Yeah, and he heckled a girl in the crowd. It was great, awesome. So, and she, he went to heckle her, and she goes, "You've done this to me before." <laughs> and she came back. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Oh, it's amazing. It was great. Oh, great. and he was like, "Oh, I had." He got a kick out of it too. He's like, "Oh, I have." Sorry. That's amazing. At any rate, we're listening to Dan Cook, and um, he talks about fucking. A person's name, and then he uses the the fuck word in front of them. It's like, yeah. oh, fucking so and so. You don't remember who that was, do you? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, you trying to remember the bit? Yeah. But he was talking about like being in a store or something, and like seeing somebody that you don't want to see. Right, right, right. Yes. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh my god, it's, it's fucking, fucking 
Bill, Tom, yeah, Jim, whatever. whoever. I, I don't remember the name he used. Yeah, but he, but that that was the scenario that he was yeah. relaying was like you see that person like oh it's fucking so and so like I don't want to talk to them. And to preface this, I have not talked to Mark Lenentine in a long time, and I have no Neither. problems or qualms with Mark. He was a good roommate, not all the time, but sometimes, and he was a good friend. But you were on tour with Mark. Mm -hmm. it was the year you guys made the fucking CD? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm so bitter about that. And you guys were on tour, and I remember Mark called me, and whatever was going on that day, I was busy or I had something going on, and I didn't necessarily want to talk to Mark. Sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> turn on the screen on my computer. I'm trying to be like, uh, trying to be not clandestine, clandestine and, and fuck it, I'll I'm just sorry. address it. So, um, Mark calls me. I'm at home in Missouri with my folks, and we're we're out of college. You're on tour. Um, I, for some reason, I feel like you guys were at a pool somewhere. No. No? Okay, no. okay, okay. I you, remember exactly really, where yeah, we were. Yeah, so, why. Mm -hmm. so We were in okay. California. Okay, okay. Oh, that's Northern, ironic. Northern California, yeah. <laughs> so, Mark calls me, and I honestly, for whatever reason, I was in a dick mood that day, and I didn't want to talk to Mark. But I picked up, and I talked to him for a few minutes. I was out soul winning. Soul losing, really. I never won hardly any souls. As Bob Gray would say, are you soul winning or soul losing? Losing. <laughs> so, um, I've... I, I talked to Mark, and at this point, me and you had had, for, and again, I, I feel bad because I don't really remember, really remember our relationship at this point, but we had a pretty good relationship. Yeah, we were pretty good friends. We were texting, we were, yeah. We were, yeah. Um, and so, uh, I hang up the phone with Mark, and I, sent, I immediately send Josh a, a text and say, oh, it's something to regard, in the regards to, oh, it's fucking Mark. Here oh, comes look, fucking yeah, here Mark. here comes fucking Mark. <laughs> And you didn't, use, you didn't use the symbols, right? You, you spelled no, the word. No, I spelled it out. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess we hadn't been texting for a while at this point. Because... We, cause my, so my phone broke okay. for a while. <laughs> the plot <and>, thickens. <laughs> and um, so, and like, because I was an off-campus student, I was living at home still. Mm -hmm. So I had borrowed my, my I think it was my mom's phone. Yeah. For a, like a couple weeks while I was getting a new phone. And you guys switched. Yes, and so like I, so you had my mom's number as well as mine, because um, like we were talking and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I'm trying to remember the chain of events because now that I'm a, a little tipsy, and I'm trying to remember, I don't remember it all precisely. He'll remember it word for word on his end. I know. So, I send Josh that text, and I don't get a text back, which whatever, but I, I think I got a call. Did I get a call? Or did my parents get a call? I'm pretty sure you got a call. I think I, I think got that's a what call. you told me. Yeah, no, I think I got a call yeah. from Josh's mother. Yeah. And you gotta remember, like the fuck word, you just don't say that word. Like no. that is that's the that's the there's the holy of holies and then there's the fucky of fuckies, and like that's at the very bottom. It's the you, worst. You don't say that word. Yeah. Because um, I didn't know the word cunt at the time, and you don't say that one either. But, like that's the one that everyone that, in the world that one knows. Still like, hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> That's the one that everyone in the world, the real world, is like, that's, ooh, shit. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I know I don't necessarily like that word, but I'm saying that's the word that in the IFB you would, cunt in the real world is fuck in the IFB world. Yeah. Just to help you equate yeah. that, I think. Yeah. So I get a call, and I don't remember what was said now. I wish I could. But it was Josh's mom, and she's just mortified that someone is sending her son the fuck word that he's been saying for fucking years. She just doesn't know or didn't want to acknowledge. And I ain't mad at her. It is what it is. Yeah. But then she ended up, I remember she ended up calling my, uh, I don't remember what I said to her, but I'm sure I said something like, you know, it was a mistake or it wasn't me. I'm sure I lied about it. 
And then she ended up calling my parents. I remember we were up in East St. Louis. We were soul winning. Um, I, I just thought my life was over. Like that was it. I was done. And she called my parents. I sat. My my dad came down to my later on that day. I got home. <laughs> my dad came down to my room, and we just had this intense conversation about making right choices and having good friends. Like this is like the the equivalent of your parents found you with drugs in junior high. And like, who the fuck gave you these drugs? Yeah, exactly. And what is wrong with you? And like, you and can't you're be not even my child. Anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I call up Gavin and Todd, yeah. and I was like, I, I, were, I vividly remember calling Todd and saying, I can't be your friend anymore. We can't watch Anchorman. We can't do these things. And he was just like, The fuck are you talking about, yeah. bro? I don't think he said fuck, but it's like, What are you talking about? And I was just like, Dude, I realized, like, I have to have a turning point. I have to do right. I have to be separated, and I'm not, and I'm wicked, and I'm holy, because I said the, because I texted the fuck word. Yeah. It's a day I'll never forget. And and uh, to Josh's credit, thank you for inviting me and allowing me to be in your wedding recently. Yes. Um, which was awesome. And uh, I saw his mother at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I forgot about this part of it. I saw his mother at the wedding. And I don't remember our discourse, our interchange, but we definitely, I didn't say the fuck word to her, yeah. but I, we, that was any time I've seen her since, which I think it would be that and the reception, the wedding day and the reception. Yeah. We, both times I fully referenced uh, me and Josh's uh, issue, or not issue, but the issue she'd had with me in the past yeah. with using the fuck word. And she's, to 100% to her credit, she was jovial about it. She laughed. Yeah. She, 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 was very, um, she was very kind about it yeah. at, at this stage in life. But well, at then, this point, it's like years on, later. Yeah, on, on that day, that though. day. <laughs> what happened okay. on your side? <laughs> so, I remember exactly where we were. We were in Northern California. We were at Mount Shasta Baptist Church. Damn, you remember better than me. And, well, because, like, uh, we were, like, loading in okay. when, when yeah. I got the call from you first. Oh, did I call you? Yes. Oh, shit. See, so, I forgot this. So I got a call from Stuart. So, like, I think what had happened was, because I, I had borrowed my mom's phone for a while, I had my phone back on tour. Uh, and then, but I think you still had my mom's number yeah. because, like, we had been talking on that mm -hmm. number for a second. So, like, <laughs> you called me oh, on my number. And so yeah, I picked up right and I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's man, up, what's up? And like, your I remember your voice is like, you didn't even know what to say. <laughs> and your voice was like shaking. You're like, hey, um, uh, um, so I, I just want to let you know, um, uh, I, I just texted your mom. And um, so you were like, I'm, I'm going to send you the text that I just sent your mom on accident. And uh, I just want you to know. So like, you were like, and you were like super apologetic to me. Oh, and I'm I was, sure. I was like. Oh, no. I remember you were super cool about it, though. You were just like, dude, yeah, I'm like, it's okay. Look, Everything's we're, fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Inside, it okay. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did this fucker so, say to my mom? <laughs> so you sent me the text, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, we're fucked. oh my God. <laughs> so then, like, while you were on the phone with me, like, we were wrapping up, and while you were on yeah, the phone with me, I got another call, and it was my mom. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so I picked up the phone, and my mom told me what happened. And before she got the phone, my mom was like, she was like, you know, she's like, I just don't think you and Stuart should be friends. I just, she was like, I just, I think, I think it'd be better for both of you if you took some time apart. And like, it like was, was like a toxic boyfriend. It was like a, Ro yeah, it was like a Romeo and Juliet situation now where like you were, you were forbidden fruit at this point. And I was like, and part of me was like, I'm not, so not going to be friends yeah. with Stuart. Just be like, because he said fuck. Because we both listened to a bit. So yeah. I explained to her like what it was from. Oh, nice. Okay. And I was like, I was like, he he wasn't just like saying that. It was like I, I kind of remember this dialogue a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he like it was a 
comedian we were listening to, and he was just quoting a bit, like, and that was a, definitely a big go-to. I remember back in the day, like, for songs or again comedians, mostly movies. If you were quoting it, it's kind of okay. Yeah, it was yeah. less bad. Yes, than if you had just come bad. up yeah, with yeah, it, exactly. Um, not to her though. No, nope. she hated it still. <laughs> so like for a long time, like we like, cause then we, I mean, we were still in college together. Like yeah, we still yeah, talk. Yeah. But like I kind of had to keep it on the down low that we were still yeah, friends for a homies. long time because my mom thought that you were a, a really, really a bad wicked person. And it was probably more the, <laughs> other, the way other way around. Hundred percent. I wouldn't you know, even know parents, who Dan Cook was without yeah. you. <laughs> my parents at one point thought that Joey and Cisco were a bad influence. <laughs> And I, I told them That's straight awesome. up, I was like, it's, no, I, it's I gotta be completely way. honest, it's 100% the other way around. So, Dude, I love it. But yeah, Mount Shasta Baptist Church, we were loading in. Oh my god. I, dude, I remember the suit we were wearing, because it was hot Jesus. that day. And for some reason, Mark was our clothing coordinator. Yeah. And so Mark picked the heavier suit of the two for whatever reason. You would, Mark. It was this really heavy, like, dark blue, uh, like, yeah. gangster looking pinstripe, white yeah. pinstripe suit. And, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. I didn't have it, but I remember um, it, yeah. Good times. <laughs> and then, during the service, I'm just remembering all the stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. During the service, uh, Robert did two things that super pissed off <laughs> Anthony, uh, our tour chaperone. Yeah, and Robert is your pianist. Robert was the pianist. Yes. Robert Lopez was the pianist. Love him. Yes, So, always. one thing was, one of the songs we had in our set list was a hymn, mm -hmm. um, and they sang it during the, the song service. Oh, shit. And so, like, we had already planned it. And so, right. like, like, you know, common sense would be like, well... Switch it out. Yeah, you would switch or it out. Or don't do it. Um, if, you know, and, like, we had, like, 20 or 30 songs that we knew. Yeah, so, like, we could have just, like, switched it for Or you could have just not sung it and make it even easier. Right. But he didn't switch it out. And so oh, we, were, Robert. We, we were all looking at him. And, like, he was, like, the quarterback. So, like, right. we were all looking at him. Yes. He didn't switch it out. And so we were like, <laughs> okay, I guess we're doing this. So, like, and then we did it. Oh, that's um, awesome. So Anthony was, like, pissed about that because he was like, what? what? what it's exactly how it sounds, by the way, people. Just say yeah. no. <laughs> like, like Kermit when he's mad. But then Accurate. the other thing Robert did, which, like, sort of threw us all off and, like, pissed us off, but one, again, I'm letting it go to my head again. Yeah, yeah. One, we were, we were good enough to pull it off. But two, uh, we all like we all knew it because we'd listened to it a million times because we listened to some of the gospel music yeah. every day in the van. Mm -hmm. um, but we, like Robert started playing the intro to um, like a really it was the, it's the really famous Gaither song. Uh, Fuck, dude. It's in, so it's in the hymn book then. No. Oh it's not. no, but it's it's like one of the like. Um, it's one of the really, really big ones. It's the cla it's one of the classics. And I can't remember the name. Oh no. But anyway, he like <laughs> you it, know the it bridge? Was, Give me the bridge. Uh, no, nothing? No, I can't remember. Ah, the but okay. it's like we all know the the arrangement. You know it. Yeah. Like by heart by this point, because we've all heard it many times. So he just and we had never this was not part of our set. We had never sung this song before. What the fuck together. <laughs> and he just started playing the intro oh to my it. God. So like one of the songs we were supposed to sing and we we're all like the fuck are we okay. doing now? So we like we all know our parts. You figured it and out. Stuff, so we just like went into it. I went okay. But Anthony was not happy about well, that. Well, plus it's a, plus you're adding a level if it's Gaither. Like there's I mean probably yeah. Anthony was okay. Well we did with that, a lot of Gaither. Well, so, well what Jordan did for us, but did you have Jordan or no? No. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Who's your baritone? You were the baritone? I was the baritone. Oh, okay. And Steve was Steve was the voice was your lead. Yep. Who's your lead? Andrew Koblenz was our tenor. <laughs> Mark Lane. <Lentz. laughs> Mark so breaking Amish breaking Amish is that what you're telling yeah. me oh Jesus I forgot about him he had range dude, though he did have range he and he range. was he was a he was such like he, he was nice a guy. genuinely nice yeah. guy 
he was just a little strange, but it's because his family was literally Amish. He ra- was raised Amish, um, dude. Yeah. His like, dad was a missionary to the Amish people. Like, we might be backward because we grew up in the cult we grew up in. That guy. He was like, he came from, like, further backward yeah. and, like, had big progress. But I, he taught me a word huh. that comes from, like, the Amish language, I guess. German, it should be. It's, yeah, it's like Germanish. Yeah. It's the word Gezehusht. Okay. Which means anytime you, like, do two bodily functions at the same time. So like okay. if you like if you like burp and fart at the same right. time, that's gaze of so you shouldn't sneeze. If you shouldn't sneeze, it's gaze of hoosh. It's like any mixture of two Give or more, more bodily time. functions. Gaze of hoosh. Gaze of hoosh. Yeah. All right. Very so. Cool. <laughs> so you learned something today. <laughs> um, anyway, that was a tangent. But that's yeah. awesome. I think we. Ha- um, and now I'm gonna feel like an asshole if I can't remember his name because we're friends on Facebook. Uh, our pianist was. I keep wanting to say my friend's name, Trenton Wiggis, but that's not Terrence? what it is. Terrence Gillano, thank you. And Terrence is great, but Terrence didn't take no shit. Yeah, and Ter- pianists, he was like all business. Pianists really take a lot of shit in that realm. Dude, we used, to Robert, we used to yell at Robert <laughs> all the time. I know I said he was our quarterback because he was, and Robert was like probably the most musically knowledgeable of all of us. 100%. But Robert also liked to pull shit all the time. <laughs> and so awesome. we all used to just really give him the business. I remember one night we all... Terrence, I don't think Terrence fucked up. I think we fucked up, <clears throat> but then it's easy to blame the pianist. That's mm-hmm. the easiest thing in the world to do. And we, the whole group as a whole looked over at him, and he just did like this. <laughs> I'm not fucking playing. Fuck you guys. Dude, like, dude Robert, Robert and Steven used to have these arguments. Oh Sometimes they like, play arguments, but like, <laughs> they used to have these arguments where like they would threaten each other about what they were going to do to each other during, during the service. Set. <laughs> And Steve would always be like, there's four of us and one, <laughs> one of, of you. you. <laughs> so if I turn and look at you, I guarantee the rest of us are because they're just going to wonder what's going on. And then it's going to look like you're the one that screwed up. And Robert's like, I'll get up and walk out. <laughs> and you would too, I believe. <laughs> so it was always like, I never that's got to awesome. see any of that actually uh, happen. But that's a bummer. It would have been fun to see who would have. It was like chicken. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. An intense game of chicken. What? Uh, I probably have mentioned it before. How much time do we have? We're going to get close here. Oh, I, we're, we're doing good. Okay. Um, so I think the most embarrassing thing that happened to me, I want to hear one or two of, one of your embarrassing tour stories, but I'll leave with mine, was I remember one night, I feel like we were at Nick's home church. We were in North Carolina for sure. And uh, I think North Carolina. I remember we stood up, we did our first set of like three songs, and I sat down. And I don't think anyone told me. I just figured it out. And I oh, looked at no. my crotch. Oh, no. And I was wearing, we were wearing the, uh, it was navy blue suits. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing bright orange boxers that oh, night. Oh, no. American Eagle bright orange stripes. And I looked down, I'm like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, I was standing out there in front of the whole auditorium. Were you, with what my parts orange, did you sing? Uh, well, okay, so our group was funky. We had two leads. Oh, right. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Yeah. But me and John Mingy were lead. Okay. So I sang lead. So you were probably in the middle. Right? I, either way, coming up and going down. Oh, that's happens. true. But at least standing up at there, least you might have been behind the, the pulpit. pulpit. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude. Oh, man. That's and bad. Jordan, and then, and then the, uh, that's the most embarrassing. I want to hear one or two or a few of yours. But I do remember when, once we got on the road, and it was kind of like we had our, like, 13, 12, however many songs. And, uh, but then after we got on the road, Jordan taught us, like, five more Gaither songs Yeah. <laughs> once we got going. <laughs> Dude, Jordan Jordan was another one that was, like, low-key, super talented. Very talented. Yeah. Robert and Jordan, the, again, I'm not saying anything against you, Steve, or anyone else, but, like, 
those those two were very very talented. Jordan was um, I don't even know. If Jordan could hear this. every part. Yeah, but Jordan Jordan was a huge part. Jordan and uh, Mrs. Wilson in high school. Okay, are two of the biggest reasons that I was able to like even pick up the baritone part because it's it's hard to hear. That's tough to hear. Um, and they they both like did a lot. To That's teach right. That. Give me an embar- You got an embarrassing one for me. I. I actually just told this story to Cecilia. The other day. <laughs> Good. It's not. It's not embarrassing as much as like this. This speaks to like the level of craziness. Yeah. That goes on. So we were in um, Belleville, Michigan. at Vapor's Ants. Yeah, 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 Metro Baptist. Uh, and we were doing a youth conference there, which was like a. Oh, like, their youth conference is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like a revival for yeah. like hormonal teenagers. <laughs> So we get in so there. it's all bad. It's like prime recruiting time. Like, they're oh, yeah. like recruiting, like filling out applications. Because they bring, it's not college. just that church. They're bringing kids from other, youth yeah. groups from all over the all Midwest over. are coming. Yeah. Because John's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and he's an awesome guy. Like, it was it was a good time. Yes. He, like, he took really good care of us. But, yeah, they do. Um, do you remember what they gave away that year? They always give away an animal. Sometimes it's a donkey, yeah. a fucking goat. I can't remember what Todd gave away last year, but... Todd always, whatever he gives away, it stays in his backyard oh, for the week before. It was, it was, was a donkey. donkey. It was like I think a miniature I was donkey. There. Yeah, I you think might was have there been. for the donkey. No, I wouldn't have been there then because that would have been oh six. But you might have just come out for it. I don't think so. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, but we were we were there and like so like they had like started this thing where they had like all these like little plush balls. That they would just like throw around the auditorium, and Aberger, Dave Aberger, was there, and he was Dave's like the a huge worst. instigator. Didn't you? Weren't you like with him for a while? I was right down the street from him. Okay, yeah. Um, He's in Lakeview. I was in Morley for two it. years. Uh, so Still like he was like a huge instigator of this, and like they were like throwing this stuff around all the like, and then like we start singing. So like the service has started, like the time that like things are supposed mm-hmm. to calm down, but like. In these situations, like, just for being enthusiastic, these teens are, like, almost rewarded for, like... Yes, for hurting you. Yeah, not calming down. <laughs> yeah. So it escalated from plush balls. They disappeared somewhere. And then it was, like, coming. and then it was like candy yep. that people were throwing around, right? And so, like, people are, like, throwing candy back and forth and in the crowd. And it's not just, like, like oh, ha, ha, ha. It's like... No, they're freaking whipping They're whipping them. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, they're like pegging each other in the crowd <laughs> with this stuff. And we're, like, just doing our... Like, we're just up on stage, very exposed, doing our thing. <laughs> but, like, it hasn't turned to us. And so we're, like... It's coming. Do your... Do whatever. Have so fun. we're, like... Leave us out of you it. You know, yeah. We're doing our thing. And then... And then it turns to us. So then people uh, are, like, whipping... Like, those hard double bubble candies. Yes, dude, yes. And, like, Jolly Ranchers and stuff like that. So, like, people are whipping those at us. And it fucking it hurts, hurts. You'll, like, you'll get welts yeah. yeah so like they're doing that and then they start they it escalated again so change, then it was a candy right? it was change yeah they were throwing change so like they were like throwing the stuff and like we each got hit a few times <laughs> and i remember i got hit like on the forehead oh, with one and i was like ah, oh, that really hurt but like we like we're professionals we, we're, we're gonna keep singing <laughs> so we finish our set and sit down and I like I was like sweating too because like you sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like I did one of these and then I did one of these and like I came away and like like blood all down my. Oh arm. my god! Like, somebody had whipped a quarter or something at me so Blood-y hard open. that it like split my forehead open. <laughs> oh, Jesus and Christ. I was like, and we had to go back up there. Yeah, you we were, were done. doing like two or three more sets. <laughs> and like it. nobody's telling these kids to stop. Like no, everyone, everyone had to have seen the blood dripping There's down no my forehead. There's no way they could have missed it. And nobody's telling these kids to stop. And I'm like. The all fuck? right. <laughs> my tuition's paid That's for. All, yeah, cool. exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll take the abuse. So that happened. I oh mean, there was. Oh my god, dude. There was a, a moment too, like so. You know your range changes because you're like yes. You go from not singing every day to singing mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. 
So my rate, my range went like from a, what a baritone's range would be right. to like a high lead by right. the end of tour, but just because we were singing every day. Right. It's a so muscle. It, you're exercising. It started it. getting harder to hit the lower register stuff. So there was a point like we had a whole um, patriotic program that we were doing, Ooh. and so there was like we sang Star Spangled Banner and all that stuff, which is really yeah. hard to sing. But there was a point where um, <laughs> this was embarrassing, like off stage. Although it was embarrassing on stage a few nights. But Anthony had to take one of my songs, one of my solos away from me, and give it to I think Mark, um, who wow. was our bass. Yeah. Uh, because I consistently every night you would go missing. flat on one of the notes. Oh no! And it was I remember it was um, uh, it was like something about a hero. Like the title was something. I remember hero something like that yeah. but anyway like the the note that i would always go flat on was an open vowel which like it's very hard like i'm gonna find that song right now. it's very hard to like <clears throat> hit a solid note on an open vowel anyway especially yes. if you're like holding it out yes and it was so at the, it was at the end of the phrase it was an open vowel and i had to like hit this note and i would go flat every single night for like probably seven or eight nights straight. oh no <laughs> Like, it became a running joke in our group, and I was, like, really <laughs> self-conscious about it. I, I would too. even pull Robert aside Have him try to, to help you. me practice that song, and I just couldn't fucking get it. And then Anthony pulled me aside one night, and he was like, hey, man, like... Cutting you. <laughs> I, I really think we need to give this to to Mark. Oh, no, he gave it to Andrew, and Andrew sang it an octave higher. Oh, okay, okay, um, I got you. And, yeah, it was... It was... That was embarrassing. I want to. I can't find it. Your. I thought your album was on Spotify. I can't find it. All oh, I, I doubt. I have seen the Lord. I doubt. Is the it's... oldest one. I know it's on there, dude. I know it's on there. Yeah, Jesus has risen. Oh, there. that's it. Yeah. Uh, hero for today. Hero for today. Yeah. And I was so proud. Like I was so proud of that solo, it's a and good I did song. so well. Like on the album, I did okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, um, the album's good. But then touring it, I, I, the one <laughs> note, I just was fine. Uh, we had because we had an extra guy. We weren't a quartet. We were a quintet. Yeah. So we had a what we had a fun thing that Jordan would teach us, or we or I had a thing I would always do in church where I always try to find the funky the fifth yeah. on the last note, which is super fun to do, mm -hmm. and I could do it, dude, over and over practice in the congregation every time. Get up in front of people, the fifth is gone. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. The adrenaline so, starts going, dude. Like... So Jordan would had to have to teach if I found it. We did it a couple times, and then George's like, "The fuck, man! Like you're missing it. You're not. Where, why aren't you coming up or going down to it?" Mm -hmm. So we had to teach it. I had to teach it to John before we went up. John, who again? John Meany. Oh, okay. And then John would remember it and hit it because I couldn't hit it. I had to just did stay you, on key. <laughs> oh, did you do the thing in your head where you were like, you were because you're singing the note you're supposed to yep. be singing, mm -hmm. and then you usually usually like jump up to the fifth or the, yes. or the sixth, either yes. one. Did you do the thing where you'd like do this like the intervals Step. in your head first, no, and then jump up, no. or would you just no, like jump straight up? to it? I went straight to it, so maybe that was a problem. I'm a little too late to go back now. But yeah. <laughs> good times, man. Dude, it was good times. I had yeah. a great time. I, I learned a lot about music, too. I didn't stuff. learn that much, because I've never learned to read music. I never played an instrument well, um, so I, I didn't I didn't progress much. But but again, Jordan, any progression I had was because of Jordan. Yeah, so. 100%. Well, there's like, and there's like, so there's like the technical, like, reading music, and then there's like the the very southern, like, like uh, shape note stuff. Yeah. Which is probably what Jordan was teaching you. For it's sure. Like the, yeah. yeah. Well, so it's had, still, like, it works. Yeah, so. it still sounds great. Yeah. We had, I remember after, it was our spring tour. Because we, spring tour was, we went, um, we had Midwest for the summer tour. So mm. just casserole all the time. In yeah. hotels. Casserole you know. and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. And then. Uh, Where do you think this came from? I, I <laughs> live exactly. in the Midwest. This is casserole. Yeah. This is a casserole gut, y'all. 
So, and then I remember the, but the, we went to like North Carolina, or whatever, for the, for spring tour, spring tour, yeah, for spring tour. And, um, we had a guy, the dude had the coiffed hair, the black, he looked just like William J, man. Like it was Bill Gaither. Nice. Like he came up to us after, I remember him putting his hand in, shaking Nick's hand and taking him by both hands and saying <laughs> something like, you have a bright future in the Southern and gospel music. And so every so often I'll text Nick, like, hey, how's that future in the Southern and gospel music? <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, there's money in it. Oh, there if is, yeah. If you, if you stick with it, if, I, if Bill will sign you to his label. I traveled with... Uh, oh, yeah, you did, that's right. I traveled with one of the Blackwoods yeah, for summer. Dude, that's sick. He fucked me so bad. What? Oh, dude, have I never told you that story? I think you were you were out... From what I, from what I remember, like you were you had an issue with transportation... And that that hurt you, but Dude, I remember you getting. It fucked. was it was the summer my whole life fell apart. So ah, I, I won't go into all that. Sure, story. sure, I understand. Suffice it to say that particular part of it. Um, Thank you for saying that, right? By the way, what? Because suffice it is not a word. Oh, suffice it. Su- 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 yeah, suffice um, it to say. Suffice it to say. It. Yes. Uh, yeah. So like, I traveled for a month with him, and I quit like a pretty decent job yeah. managing a hotel to do that. Mm-hmm. But I was making more traveling with him than I was oh, at yeah. the hotel. Like there is money. In Southern Gospel Music. Yeah. And it's like the easiest, it's easy. You, just you can sing it all. It's easy. <laughs> so I was having a great time. <clears throat> Traveled for a month, came back home. I was supposed to pack all my stuff and move to Tennessee. Because like I was part of the group. And um, they had one more gig that they were doing in like Strawberry, Indiana or something like that. Like Bufu, Indiana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, so like a few things happened here on my side that I, I got to take care of those. Right, right. I'm still moving, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to that gig. Right, that and was, he was like, gig. Yeah, he was like, no problem. Like, we'll get you covered. Like, get all your stuff up. Um, like, I had housing and everything lined up. So the day that I was supposed to move, mm-hmm. I had a truck loaded up. Joey was going to, like, yep. drive me down and then come back. Uh, so I texted him, and I was like, because he had, like, lined up, like, a place for me to stay. Yeah, okay. So I texted him. I was like, hey, like, just need the address. We're getting ready to take off. And I just got a text back from him saying, don't leave yet. And, I'm like, that now. was all he said. And I was like okay and he was like i'll like i'll get back to you or something like that so like i was like okay i guess we're hanging out like i'd already given up my lease so like everything i owned was in this truck oh my god so we just went to joey's and hung out for like hours it wasn't until like 10 at night what the fuck i got a call from his cousin who was apparently like the manager of the group and essentially told me like yeah we like decided to like go with a different guy that filled in for you at this like (gasps) gig that you missed no and, the one gig you missed yeah and i was like oh, i was like dude geez. i quit a job for this and like gave up my apartment and everything else and he was like you know sorry i hope we can work together in the future i was like well, we no, can't we can't because <laughs> you're a dick yeah so he dude, fucked me really bad but dude that sucks yeah that's all that. i have to say like there's money in it. <laughs> there's money in yeah. i'm sure he's still doing great oh i'm sure i'm sure he is um all right, so we stayed on tour longer than How probably, do we get there? I don't know. <laughs> oh. But I wanted to speak to, and we won't, we'll probably start kind of start wrapping it up with this, but I wanted to speak to the fact that um, uh, I have been, you know, listening to your podcast, and then we have conversations, man. I, I can't, when I call you, I need to, like, uh, when I, I need to budget that time, and I don't. <laughs> Same when I call you. <laughs> yeah. It's always at least we, an hour. Yeah, e- easily, yeah. easily. And it's great. We have great <laughs> conversations, but... I think for, and I've said this to you earlier, I feel like you're very well adjusted for everything you've been through. I think for both of us, we're, 
we're under, I think my opinion is that we're understanding that we're on a journey. This isn't a destination, not a destination, is a journey. I know it's super cliche, but it's true. I feel like it's most especially for us because of everything we've not so much gone through, but where we come from and all the indoctrination and just trying to relearn who we are, what we want, and where we're going. That's a big task. Yeah, and you have to reset it as an adult. Yeah. Deprogramming is a huge, yeah. it's a very real struggle. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. So anytime we have our conversation, it's always like, that's why I wanted to do this podcast. That's why I felt like we had to while you were out here. It's just, And I've been on your podcast two or three times, I think maybe more, for, yeah, maybe for more. which I'm grateful. Um, but I wanted to have you on Not Your Mother's because I wanted to at least speak to that. And I'd like to ask you, what are... I know starting a podcast for some people might sound like an incredible undertaking and it is if you're going to keep it going mm. but me but getting started wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be yeah and so whether it's and this is I'm going off on a tangent but whether it's starting a podcast seeing a therapist or talking to someone that you can just speak your mind freely to without worrying about judgment one of those three outlets I think is incredibly necessary to help you move forward I think everyone should have it but I think me especially I've needed that whether I knew it or not to move forward as a human being as an adult as a parent as a functioning member of society what's something you would say whether whether you just want to maybe echo that you don't need to something you would say like man this what I take what I take from you is reading I think is my opinion it's really helped you adjust figure out who you want to be where you want to go all that jazz but it would it be reading would you want to recommend something would you just say like there's something else, another facet that's really helped me figure out what I want in life. Um, <clears throat> wow, that's a good we question. Because we were told, I know, <coughs> I didn't write that down. Because we were told what we wanted. I think what I'm trying to get at is for our the entirety of our youth and much of our young adult life, we were told, this is what you want, mm-hmm. now figure out how to get it. Yeah. Or what you want is the mysterious will of God, and we're not going to tell you how to get it, yeah. but you'll, you'll figure it out, but you have to do this, 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 and this in order to be able to figure it out. Dude, speaking of um, speaking of what we want, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I like and that you mentioned reading because I just read something. Like at the end of the day, at the core of like what every single one of us want. And like when I say this you may not agree. Um, <laughs> you guys may not agree. But I guarantee like after you think about it for a while, yeah. you'll at least sort of agree. All any of us want is to have the thought and it be true, oh, this is where I belong. Oh God, it's a beautiful thing. Um, whether it's like whether you, like if you if your main focus and goal in life is to make more money, that's not what you want. That's not really mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. Like it, the thing behind the thing behind the thing behind the thing. Yes, is you want to be like oh, this. Yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I belong. This is like this is find your place. Yeah, this is where I'm. This is where I should be. Um, and I just read that the other day, and I was like, wow, that's, that's good shit. so true. But I like um, So I do a lot of reading. That was Rob Bell. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. wrote that. Like, so I've read, I think I've read everything Rob Bell has written. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I hesitate to be like, this person has answers, because like, we grew up in a very like <laughs> person centric yes cult man worship everything's black and white yeah and um, I think that's a bad road to go down but like if I you agree. find somebody that's helpful to you then 
soak it up. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's that's, there's a reason that like mentors exist. One thing one thing I want to dovetail on with that. Sorry, I'm no, interrupting okay. you. Is I've found that I find people for seasons. So yes. when I needed Gary Vaynerchuk to motivate me and get me off my ass and and yeah. start this entrepreneurial journey, man, that was absolutely what I needed to hear. Now I like to listen to Aubrey Marcus mm -hmm. or um, uh, Lewis Howes, people that have more of a kind of a soft view of life or a or more spiritual view of life. Mm -hmm. We're talking to spirituality more. So I, I like what you're saying, especially because you said like. I'm not trying to say like this is the guy for you or you have to have one guy or a girl or, 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 or a leader or, or thought leader. It's more of what's what works for you right now. Mm -hmm. Find that person. And you don't have to attach yourself to them. You don't have to wear their clothes or, or subscribe to their podcast. But find someone or something because it's out there. I guarantee you. It is. It's going to help you find the perspective that you know you need. And when you find them, it clicks. It's mm -hmm. not a, man, I keep searching and can't find it. No, you'll find it and you'll know when you find it. Yeah. yeah. I One of the biggest things I had to learn is like truth can come from anywhere. Yes. Um, and truth has kind of become my like obsession. Uh, whether it exists or not I, is not the point to me. Um, I like depending on the day, I'll tell you. I think it definitely does, or it definitely <laughs> doesn't. It's fucked. Um, but that's like that's why I got this tattoo. Yeah. Like, it's like show us. I think this like. There you go. Uh, uh, Am I pronouncing it right? Um, Veritas. Veritas. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's just truth in Latin, but. Um, okay. I, like, I think the, the seeking of it is the thing, not, like, finding it's it. The, it's so cliche, but it's the journey. Yeah. It's really, the, the longer the I live. The work you're doing. And I'm not that old. I'm 33, and there's people that are older and wiser than me, absolutely. But, like, the more I'm around, I've, I've got a kid, I'm working on a career, you know, I've, I've established myself mm -hmm. in the in the, in, in the career and in the geographical location where I exist. Yeah. I feel like, but, man, the more I learn, <laughs> the further I get, the more I feel like, it's a fucking journey. Yeah. And you've got, if you can't, I'll say this, I feel like, if you, and my opinion is, if you can't enjoy the journey, what's the point of the destination? Yeah. Like, what is it? Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying well, that there is or isn't a destination, I'm just having a shitload of fun on the journey. I, I'm of, I'm of the mind that there is no destination. I'm pretty um, close to that myself. But, yeah, so like, well, and Andy and I were actually just talking mm -hmm. about this on, cool. on my podcast, but um, I think it's, I think we both agree that it was Nietzsche that said it, uh, but it could be Descartes. I can't remember. Some philosopher. Yeah. Said that true freedom is, is the freedom from certainty. Yes. Um, and, like, essentially the idea that, like, the idea that, like, getting to a certain spot in your career or achieving a certain thing mm -hmm. or getting a thing is going to be the thing that makes you happy and fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll be good. And that's that's capitalism yep. at, its, <laughs> at its peak. Uh, yeah. Which is... Like we've talked about this before, like capitalism is great for economies. It's yes. terrible for the human psyche. Yeah. Um, unbridled capitalism is terrible for economies too. Eventually, but because <laughs> they end up imploding and whatever. Yep. Um, go, uh, Ocasio Cortez, whatever her first name is. Yes. Um, anyway, so like, the idea though is that the human, like the human brain, likes to sort things into boxes mm -hmm. and compartmentalize. It, so it does the same thing with like happiness and fulfillment and joy and whatever. Yeah. And so we have this idea that there's like something out there that will make us fulfilled. And so that's like when people talk about their calling or like, um, you know, what, like I'm just trying to like, you know, da 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 da. Right. It's the that's idea it. that like it's a very acquisitional idea of like right. fulfillment or life in that like if I do this thing or get this thing or achieve this thing or whatever, then I'm going to be happy. That's it. And then when you get that thing, because some people do, like, yeah. and like you'll hear, dude, you'll hear celebrities and movie stars and, 
and like singers and everything else say like oh yeah that like it's great but it's like it's, it's not, not all thing. it's cracked it's up not, to be. yeah it's not what you think it is and the reason for that is like once you get that thing it's like i still feel not complete yeah 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 and then you and then most of us will at that point will be like oh my mistake sorry this was just the stepping stone to the on the way to thing. that thing yeah yeah and so like it just keeps going and keeps going and so keeps you're going. you're still on that journey anyways whether you want to acknowledge it or not right but you yeah but you're the difference is you're not enjoying any of the progress to get there right like all you're focused on is like getting that there goal. and then once you're there you're like oh this didn't do it exactly so like the idea that freedom is the is freedom from like true freedom is freedom from certainty mm -hmm. is the idea that like that's never going to happen no so be feel joy and presence in the mess and the not knowing yeah. and everything else because that's where the juice is anyway well and that's and that's your day to like do you think about it like do you really like i understand like sports and accomplishments and, and, and winning awards at work and I'm not degrading any of those things but I'm saying does that make up the majority of your life or does the not to say mundane but mundane day-to-day -day, regular normal shit getting putting gas in your car and watching your favorite show and all those things yeah. that's what makes it the majority of your life so I'm not saying you can't find happiness or don't enjoy the mountaintops but Jesus man like enjoy the nitty-gritty because if you can't enjoy the nitty-gritty all you're enjoying are these little micro yeah. portions of your life where the macro is just like, oh, my life sucks, I hate my job. Yeah, and then you're yeah. enjoying like 2% of your life. Why? Uh -huh. That's terrible. I listen but, to... Sorry, go ahead. Like like, uh, like any artist would tell you or like... like you're an entrepreneur. Like you do like... Yeah. That's, I, I think, a form of art. Like having a podcast is I agree. a form of art. Absolutely. Any artist would tell you like, like any time... This is how I feel. You tell me if All right. this is how you feel. Anytime I upload an episode of my podcast, like so much work and like care, mm -hmm. I know I'm sounding like a, <laughs> I don't mean to sound like Mother a diva hand. or whatever, <laughs> but like so much, like that's so like, that's life. like my, like I crafted that. That's your baby. Like, I worked on that yeah. so hard. Yeah. And like, especially solo episodes. Cause like I prepare oh, yes. for those a oh, lot. Yes. Yep. And so then you like, you like the doing of it. Mm hmm you find out is like the that's like the that's i'm never more alive than if i'm like oh no i'm singing or yes. like yes. doing Dude. a podcast yes 100 so then you do it and then you upload it and you send it off into the void of the internet and you don't know if <laughs> it's connected no with anybody yeah it's just it's just out there yep and so you're essentially like like it's sending a very away vulnerable your, thing yeah you're yes. sending away like a piece of yourself mm -hmm. and then like it's just out there and then, like, the time after it's completed and done and, like, out there, you it's, like, um, like, my, the pastor at my church that I go to sometimes, Arlen. Yeah, I love would, Arlen. He, like, he, like, it's the Monday blues, like, after a Sunday, yeah, like, yeah, after a great exactly. church service on Sunday, like, you, like, poured your heart out it's on Sunday. let down the next day. And then on Monday, you're just in the it's absolute the day depths. after Christmas. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's, like, you find out that that's, like, it's because the, the making of the thing it took so much that's the there. thing yeah and then once it's out there like you're you're not like oh i made a thing i'm all good it's no i gotta make more stuff to make more things and also how was that thing received yeah. did anyone like it did they hate it There's but like a, I, if you get hung up on like how it's received you're never gonna 
It's true. I, I did in the beginning. That's a dark hole. I did in the beginning, and I'm not saying I'm special because I don't anymore, but I really don't. Like, I put it out there. If you like it, cool. I try not to. <laughs> and I think, I think you're better at it this, at this point I than I am. Because, like, I still, like, I remember I called you one day, and I was like, what kind of, like, numbers do you get? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> that was a long so I'm just, time I'm ago, trying bro. to figure out, like, what my progress is and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and I was like, I remember, I was like, oh, okay. And in my head, I was like, you what? <laughs> You don't fucking know. Um, I like I I check it much less often now, but good, good yeah, for you. It's it's well, still, it's a struggle. It's you, hard. But you've been doing it longer, and you've put in a lot more work to it than I have. Let's just be. Real. I don't know if that's true. That is true. You do video. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think there's there's a podcast I listen to on occasion called The Magic Hour with Mercedes Terrell and Jade Bryce, um, and they're they're incredible ladies, and they talk about they consistently mention having a liquid truth. And I dislike the mm. concept of that. And I, I'm sure I'll get it wrong. They, 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 they've said it more eloquently than I will here because it's a part of their mantra for both of them. But it's it's this thing that's like, it's your truth, but it's, I think, I don't know if malleable is the right word. It's your truth, but it can transform. It doesn't, oh, yeah. And that's not to, 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 to fill yourself with lies and think that you're always right. It's not, to, it's not a means to an end or to make you feel better about yourself. It's just like, Hey, it's okay for your truth to be this today mm-hmm. and that tomorrow. And they don't need to be polar opposites. They don't need to eclipse one another. But they can be. But they can they can be, and they can be different. And mm-hmm. there's an old, old interview from Robert Downey Jr. Um, and someone was... Dude, was, I thought you were going to say Bob Dylan, because I have a story oh, about Bob okay. Dylan. But I want to hear it. There's an old interview from Robert Downey Jr., and they're talking about... There was some interview that he jumped, like not jumped up, but like walked out of the interview. Oh, or I remember something. that. I think this is actually, but I may be getting it wrong because I think this is the one I'm talking about where he walks out of. That that is the one. But he had said something a long time before this interview in a different interview, and now his opinion on th- that thing had completely changed. And the guy just kept badgering him. I remember a couple times RDJ was like, "Am I here for an Avengers interview, or you, this is about my personal yeah. life? Like, what's going on?" And he did end up walking out of this interview, but I remember him, distinctly remember him saying something to the effect of, hey, that was my opinion 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, whatever it is. And you know what's cool about opinions? Interviewer guy, they can change. Mm-hmm. And everyone's opinions change all the time. Yeah. Bye. And then he, then he unclipped the mic, I think, and yeah. took off. But like, that's, I love that. That's, but it's, it's, and it doesn't have to be Robert Downey Jr. that's saying it. It can be your mom or your sister or, or yourself in your head. Like, yeah. it's okay for your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts to change. They're going to. It's a to. liquid truth. They have to. Dude, you I'm have not... a child, you start a new job, you start you start a new hobby, your opinions are going to change. It's just going to happen. Yeah. That's life. You're exposed to different situations yes. and people, like circumstances yes. and like I'm I'm a totally different person than I right now than I was like 2 years ago. Absolutely. And like that person was a completely different person than I was like 5 years before yeah. that. Like I I, feel, I joke around with Cecilia all the time, my wife, but, like, I, I tell her, like, I feel like I've lived, like, five or six lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only 33. That's yeah, great, though. Actually, but, yeah. um... By the way, happy birthday to Josh. Uh, thanks. I wasn't fishing for that. <laughs> I know you weren't. It just I, occurred to me. I knew, I knew I needed to mention it before the podcast was over, and I kept uh, forgetting, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> but, like, it's... And that's fine. Like, you can yep. be a different person. Um, but there was... So there was, like, this... There was this interview a long time ago, uh, a long time ago with Bob Dylan... Okay. And he was in England um, doing a tour, I think. And this was like in his in, like his later career, like okay. uh, so like he started off playing like very like folksy acoustic music. Mm-hmm. Um, he went electric for a little while. Oh wow! Uh, and then like he's like had like three or four different sounds. Like one of my favorite artists of all time. He's brilliant, brilliant, I'll brilliant. Have to listen to more prolific probably. songwriter. Um, so good. But he was in England on tour, and this was like like mid to later career. And a reporter came up to him. 
And he was like, Dylan, why did you stop writing protest songs? Mm. And I like Bob Dylan like looks directly at the reporter and he goes, Who says I was ever writing protest songs? Mm. And like in that moment you see like so much like Dylan is just like he's changed so much like over the course of his career and like he's like he starts off this one way and then like he's just never the same. Like like album to album even. Nice. Um it's just never the same. And like in that moment you get this glimpse of like who said I was ever doing that in the first place? Like, I'm not playing that. Like, who right. said I was playing any game? Like, you don't know. You know, like, and I'm allowed to be this now, just like I was that then. Like, this, right. this is who I am now. It's and okay I'll be, to change. Maybe I'll be something different later. In and the like, future. But it's just, like, it's one of my favorite moments. Like, because, like, it, it presupposes so much. And he's like, who said I was ever doing that in the first place? And I like the simplicity of it. It's not this long explanation from him. It's, from him. it's just him saying... Uh, this is this is me. This is yeah. who I am. Why why do you, why does that have to be the label that's and, described? And to you it? can like you can definitely point to his some of his earlier songs and say like they're protest songs. That's a protest song. <laughs> but like I I think his point was like like why do we you know why do I have to be doing any one thing? Right. You know why can't I be a multifaceted human being? Yeah. Yeah. Or why can't it? Why can't? Why is it strange or different or not okay for what I'm doing to change? Yeah. You know it's okay to change. So I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. I hate that because we, me and Josh have a lot to talk about and we live on not opposite coast, but pretty close to that. So, um, also We're about to live on opposite coast. Yeah, coasts. we are. Huh? <laughs> That's true. Quick shout out though. Um, I had to, I had to make mention that Josh is wearing a United States of Indiana shirt. I've shouted them out before, but I'll always continue. We're both from Indiana. Uh, we love Indiana. In fact, if I'm, if I saw it correctly, your ring is also yeah. an Indiana quarter. Yeah. So I love it. And Stuart got me both of these. Oh, um, I didn't know the shirt. The ring I remember. I remember the shirt. I forgot. Yeah, this this was in that box of like oh, just a ton of stuff shit, that you yeah. got me. So like, oh, yeah. mug, a cup, like a couple T-shirts, nice. like stickers and stuff like that. But yeah, this is an Indiana State quarter. Yep, it's um, made into a ring. And uh, yeah, and this I T-shirt. Love it. That's Hell yeah, that's a that's a brand that I w- was made aware of. I think because of you. I would so, hope so. Yeah. yeah. So again, we're both Indi- not again, but we're both Indiana boys. We love Indiana. Um, uh, I know that's not a good outro for some word. reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we're not really sure why sometimes, um, but we love we, we love Indiana. Yeah. We're from there. It's our roots. Um, it's actually on my uh, it's on my arm. It's a tattoo. So, anyways, I really enjoy this, dude. Thank you so Me much too. for making the time for yeah. coming out here. I'm very grateful, and I I say that often, but I really mean it. Um, I'm I'm super grateful for you coming on, dude. I mean, I mean that means the world to me. I'm grateful you had me on, dude. It's, hell yeah, of course. It's um. I, I know, man, this is going to sound like I'm mad at myself. I don't mean to. Pat <laughs> it. I just know that, like, having someone on your podcast is a very intimate thing. It's like, yes. it's not something that's done lightly. So mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact yeah. that you had me on. Well, hell yeah, dude. Thanks. I, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Um, we hope that, of course, always, I, I welcome feedback. So if you have something you agreed with, disagreed with, uh, give a fuck about, feel free to let me know. Let Josh know. And. Uh, one last plug, you've got to check out. If you enjoy this podcast, I guarantee to you, you'll enjoy the Good Humans podcast put on by Josh Owens. He puts out episodes pretty consistently, more consistently than me. Uh, so if you're looking Not for... lately. Okay. <laughs> I don't, it's been like a month and a half, dude. Uh, I don't mine know when mine this was is. right at about a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, at any rate, I don't, and I don't know exactly when this will air. So if you're trying to figure out Josh's birthday, I'm sorry because this is not going to air on his birthday or any time right around then. It's just, it is what it is. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. 
But uh, thank you guys for sticking along. I know I didn't, let me look and see what do we got. Oh, about an hour and 40 minutes or so. Not so, bad. yeah, not bad at all. Um, but thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Bye.